Hello and welcome to The Aligned Badass, a podcast for women who want to feel damn good in their bodies, prioritize their needs, and live aligned as fuck lives. This is for the woman who's audacious enough to want and have it all. I'm your host, Jen, a life coach for badass women and your Sherpa up badass mountain. So today um, I'm going to answer another client question. So again, these questions come from um, inside of my coaching programs. One is a one-on-one coaching program. The other is my nine-week coaching program called Becoming Badass. And um, I share these questions confidentially. So um, not confidentially, sorry. I, I uh, do not share the information about who this came from. I'm not going to say like Cindy from St. Louis said, you know, <laughs> but I share them only when I find that they resonate with a lot of women that I work with or a lot of women that are following me on social media. And so I think they'll be helpful as well. These questions come from inside of my coaching programs to give you a little taste of like, what are we doing inside there? What questions could be answered? How could these programs help you? And I think they'd be really helpful. And so today's question talks about the scale. In Becoming Badass, we have live community calls every week where we do that week's topic. So each week has like a theme to the topic. Some of them are um, decluttering and questioning your relationship with food and alcohol, moving your body, mindset work, uh, using tools like the Enneagram, astrology, and human design to understand yourself better, and many, many more. You can go to the, <laughs> the website craftyourlifecoaching.com slash badass to see the outline of each of the nine weeks. But then in each community call, we uh, clients also get a chance to raise their hands for one-on-one coaching and this can be on you know what's happening during the week if it's a weekly topic they want more clarity on or have specific questions about Um, but then also they can just bring up any any old random question talking about you know feeling better in your body and prioritizing your needs and just living a more aligned life so a question that came up a, a few weeks ago was talking about the scale the client had um had seen no progress on the scale and was sharing this with me and i it's, it's tough because in my one-on-one coaching program, I deep dive more into specifics. Like I actually know more about the person where I'm like, okay, you're here in your menstrual phases and you know, here's the amount of water you're drinking. Here's how you're moving your body. Here's what you're eating. We do a food diary. So I kind of can really, really dive in deeper. And so whenever someone comes to me saying, you know, the scale isn't moving, I'm not the type of coach that's just going to shoot off information at you without asking a whole bunch more questions. And it's a little bit tougher in a group setting. So I was gleaning some information and just handing off like general things that will help the scale move if the scale is one of your tools for uh, fat loss. And of course, those include um, getting really solid restful sleep, consistent sleep, uh, where you're at in your menstrual phases, uh, drinking enough water, nourishing your body, being in a calorie deficit. And that's why when I do one-on-one coaching, I work specifically with macronutrients and tracking your macros because it gives you that really black and white number of like, you are in a calorie deficit when you eat this many calories. That's truly what it comes down to for like 95% of people. And, um, you know, what, what kind of mindset work are they doing? What kind of stress are they under? How are they moving their bodies? And so I tried to, you know, scratch the surface a little bit, just giving her some suggestions of like, hey, are you pooping every day? Because if you're not, the scale is not a reliable tool because you will gain and lose the same, you know, one and a half pounds or so, depending on how large poop is and how many days you've gone in between. Where are you at in your menstrual phase? Um, are you drinking enough water? And she was sharing that she was hitting PRs in the gym and feeling stronger but that the scale wasn't moving and nothing was happening. And this is so common that we see and hinge so much of our emotional and physical success on the scale and we discount the actual things that matter. (laughs) So I told her, I'm like, you can take this one of two ways. If you want to, if you want to choose to continue to use the scale as a measurement, 
I encourage you to get really good at tracking, at being at awareness. So go back to the last episode at tracking things and you know, where are you at? What are you actually doing? How much water are you actually drinking? How much sleep are you actually getting? Are you actually taking time to mitigate stress in your life through movement, through eating nourishing foods? Are you actually in a calorie deficit? Or do you feel like, quote unquote, I ate so well? And like you may have, you may have eaten a lot of healthy fats and healthy carbohydrates, but you may also then still be in a calorie surplus, which is causing you to maintain or gain weight. So if you want to use a scale as that tool, great, but you also need to kind of know your metrics a little bit more because the scale is, as we know, one metric. And I know we can get up in our head about that and just be like, yep, it's one metric. I get it. But the other solution that I offered her was that if the scale is a metric you were using and if that metric is trashing your mindset, you may want to not use that metric as frequently. You may not want to use it as at all. And that can be scary for a lot of women, myself included. I use the scale on and off. Um, Typically I will, and because I have spent the last six years working on my physical, emotional, and mental health, it has taken a lot of time to realize that when the scale goes to a dark place for me, when I get on it and it trashes my mindset and it makes me go, what the fuck is this worth? Or when I get on it and I lose weight and I'm like, oh, finally, I don't even enjoy what I'm seeking, which was the weight loss on the scale, right? The fat loss. And so if this is happening to you, I encourage you maybe to give yourself a little bit of grace to realize what do you actually want? You may think you want a number on the scale, but the same thing is like you think you want a million dollars in the bank account or you think you want this like, you know, pinnacle job that you have your eye on. But what does that mean to you? What does the number on the scale mean to you? Does it mean happiness, success, achievement? Does it mean uh, joy? Does it mean feeling strong? Does it mean feeling badass? And realizing that that's one metric. And if it's not giving you that, if it's trashing your mindset, there are a thousand other ways that you can measure success, that you can measure joy, that you can measure when you've, you know, you have ease in your life and you feel good in your body. It doesn't have to be a number on the scale. So I encourage you to kind of examine that. Maybe for her, it's going to end up being, or maybe for you, it's going to end up being still daily weighing, but doing what I consider a centering exercise. So before you get on the scale, asking yourself, how did I sleep? How's my stress? Have I taken time for myself? How do I move my body? Because if you're increasing your weights and gaining strength, most likely you're also increasing inflammation in your body in a good way, potentially, if you're doing recovery and rest, as well as stretching your body and moving your muscles. So you could be creating weight on the scale, that the scale is weight. It's not fat, it's weight. So it's very likely that if you are increasing your strength, you are also increasing your muscle mass and not just your muscle mass, but inflammation in your body through creating muscle mass. So the scale might not be the best tool for you if you are doing that. And so I encourage you, I said, you know, you only know what's good for you. If every other day weighing is better, great. If once a month weighing is better, great. If giving yourself permission to take a week off and just see how you feel in a week, great. And Trying that centering exercise, if you're going to use the scale before you get on it, how did you sleep? How's your mindset? How's your body feeling? And then when you get on it, does that correlate? There have been plenty of days where I do, and I still do it even though my mindset is pretty solid around the scale, I will still do a centering exercise before I get on and I'll be like, how do I feel? What meaning am I going to make of this if it goes up or down? And I'll take that time before I get on the scale because I know it can be a really powerful emotional shifter for me. And I'm trying to give it centered power, not just like the power of like, it went down, yay, it went up, boo. And then it stayed the same, like boo, right? Or even it went down, finally. And so I was encouraging her to try on this, this centering exercise. And then get on the scale, weigh yourself. 
And then what does that mean? So, so if you're like, man, I felt really great. I ate really great the last few days. I'm in a good phase of my menstrual cycle where I'm feeling strong, feeling aligned. I did my journaling. I moved my body, drank my water. And the scale went up. Huh. Interesting. What does that mean? What meaning am I making out of that? Or the scale went down. Huh. What meaning am I making out of that? What does that mean? And as a cautious reminder, the scale is not a one-to-one. Just because you ate lettuce yesterday does not mean it's going to drop in weight today. The scale is a fickle beast, which is why I do say if you are going to weigh, to just realize that, that you, you might want to weigh every single day to see those up and downs, to give yourself space, but also do it along with tracking and along with a centering exercise before you get on and along with taking pictures and feeling into your body. How do you actually feel? So that's the answer that I gave to her inside of Becoming Badass. And if this is the kind of coaching you're looking for and you're like, I would love to have some guidance, some structure, support from other badass women. Enrollment is now open. We start November 8th. We start during the busiest and craziest season of the year for many women. Stress around the holidays and family gatherings and money and the pressure that we put ourselves on the new year for that exact reason. Because I want you to help you radically reduce the day-to-day chaos that happens during this holiday season. I want you to have increased energy to cultivate presence and to unapologetically love your badass self, to know yourself enough to love yourself. And you can join this program, craftyourlifecoaching.com slash badass. We are enrolling now. We kick off November 8th. And I hope you enjoyed this client question episode. Let me know if you do. I'd love to hear it on social media. You can find me over on Instagram, coachjen.t.johnson, or hop into the free aligned badass Facebook group. I would love to see you inside there. And that's what I got for you today. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.